right. Good morning and welcome to Black Consumer News of Arkansas. Thank you so much for tuning in with us here on this Friday, March 12th, 2021 here on KABF 88.3. We appreciate everybody listening and tuning in. As always, we have a wonderful show in store for you today. Thank God it is Friday and this um, is going to be a very innovative and great conversation today we're going to be talking about um some some real estate we're going to be talking about the um stimulus package that was just passed and uh, we are ready to get started if you haven't already go check out our our news website at blackconsumernews.com where we post the top news stories impacting black consumers in arkansas and across the nation as arkansas's only black owned online news startup our goal is to be your daily online newspaper and multimedia platform. I'm your host, Angel Burt, uh, BCN's Chief Creative Officer and Co-Producer of this show. I also want to introduce my co-host, Mr. Wesley Brown. Uh, Wesley is the BCN publisher and executive editor. Wesley is also a longtime financial and political reporter at the Arkansas State Capitol and publisher of the Daily Record Business Journal here in Little Rock. How you doing, Wes? I am doing great. How are you this morning? A lot of a lot of news that happened this week at in in Washington D.C. and at our own state capitol. So, oh yeah, we we got a lot as always to talk about. Things that are going on in the world. What's going on over at the Daily Record? Well, we as you know, we we are. Uh, uh, this week we wrote about the commercial real estate market and what's going on in that. Talk with people at Kelly Partners, commercial partners here in Little Rock, mm-hmm. one of the top uh, commercial real estate firms, talking about how uh, COVID has changed the, uh, the the use of space and how they're leasing. And and uh, uh, we talked about what's happening in the market is because people are working at remote. And as people start coming back to work, how are they going to uh, how those offices are going to look. And uh, so it's an interesting conversation and uh, a lot of things are going on in that in, in that market. So, Oh, absolutely. And I think you know, a lot of people are not ready to go back, so to speak. <laughs> and then some 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 corporations are, are allowing people to go ahead and stay home and then some people to come back into work. And I'm just like, how are they going to do that? Are they going to pull a straw? Are going to go by, you know, how long you've been there? Do you have children? I th- well, that's going to be kind of... I think it's going to be kind of hybrid like Europe. You know, I, I, I mean, I've been working from the house for, you know, for a long time. So uh, I'm actually, but I had, do have an office, so... Uh, so just kind of a combination of that, uh, where you are, there are certain workers that are more effective if you just leave them alone and let them work where they where they want to work. You know, some people like the office. Uh, I'm I'm actually uh, been working at home so much that I like to go and and put on a suit and go into the office, or when I go to the state capitol cover a hearing or something, I like to to have the feel of putting it on clothes and, and going, and going out, right? Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I kind of like this um, working from home thing for me. I like to be able to make that choice whether I want to go out or mm-hmm. not. But you can become a little recluse, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like you go out to the world, it's like, yay, I'm, I'm here again. So yeah. we can value and appreciate things, I think, a, a lot more with everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, Wes, we are going to talk about the hottest sector of Arkansas and the U.S. economy. 
economy, the nation's housing market. Real estate. We got some real estate experts here today. So our guests today include Anika Dixon and Gwen Parker, uh, the top um, officers in the Arkansas Association of Realtists. Uh, Did you say that right? Did I say that right? Did I get it right? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) It's a a little bit of a tongue twister. Let me make sure that your mic is coming through over there. Gwen, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Okay, you can pull that mic up just a little bit for me. So I make sure I can hear you loud and clearly. Um, Anika is uh, the current president of the Realtist, uh, a local chapter of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, uh, uh, NAREB, is an African-American trade group for the real estate profession. Anika is also um, uh, the is, is a part of the Dixon Ventures Incorporated, the parent company to Goss Management She's and Realty. She's the CEO. She's the CEO. Get it right, okay? <laughs> That's very important. Um, she's also uh, alumni of uh, UCA, which is in Conway. Uh, she's She has served on the legislative committee of the Little Rock uh, Realtors Association and also the Little Rock Regional Chamber of Commerce. She's a Little Rock um, Chamber of Commerce board member, I should say. And she's also a part of um, the Realtors Association as a board member. And then we also have Gwendolyn Parker. Um, She has been an active member in the Central Arkansas real estate industry for nearly 20 years. Uh, She serves as a member of several industry organizations, the National Realtors Association, the Arkansas Realtor Association. And, of course, she's the vice president of the Realtist Association as well. Yes. And you've been holding that position for how long? It's been a year now. It's been a year. That's what I was thinking. I I was like, I remember being there when you and Anika both were inducted. And we're going to be talking more about that and, you know, how everything has been. Have you been transitioning since um, the pandemic and all all those good things? So we're going to talk about that as well. But we're going to start our show with the BCN headlines and talk about um, some of the top stories that Black Consumer News has been covering this week. And Gwen, you are more than welcome to chime in. And also our callers out there and our, our continued listeners that we appreciate so much, feel free to give us a call here at 501-433-0088 and chime in with us. Um, so on Wednesday afternoon, Congress took the final steps in approving the $1.9 trillion, trillion. trillion dollar American hmm. Rescue uh, Plan Act of 2021 after over a month of wrangling and debating uh, in, in, the, in the end, the House resolution 1319 was approved largely along party lines in the U.S. House of Representatives by a vote of 211 yeas and 201 nays. All Democrat lawmakers supported the stimulus package except one. There were no, I repeat, no Republicans that supported the the House um, Bill 1319, including Representative French Hill, um, representative from uh, Little Rock, and Arkansas, three other House representatives. So President Joe Biden signed the 559, I'm sorry, 591 page bill on Thursday into law. And now, according to the White House, uh, the checks will be in the the mail next week. Next week. And yeah, by the end of next week. Yeah. Into next week, I should say. Uh, So, Wesley, I know that you've read the entire CARES Act and you've helped people um, get PPE 
loans as well. Yeah, the Paycheck and, Protection Program, which is closing out at the end of this month. So. Yes, yes. And a lot of people have benefited from that, and mm-hmm. I hope um, people will continue to. I, I know you also have been reading um, the Rescue Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us what sticks out to you, especially as it relates to the black consumer. Well, uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot in it. Uh, there's a... a you know, uh, well, there's 130 billion specifically tied to the vaccine distribution and testing and and getting. Uh, President Biden said he wants everyone in the United States who wants to get a shot to be able to uh, get a shot by uh, May. By by May. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, the the next part to stick out is 130 billion that goes toward education, reopening the schools, getting uh, making the schools safe. Uh, uh, in terms of the black consumer, one thing, and, 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 and you can go to blackconsumernews.com. We wrote this story, put it up yesterday. There's $5 billion that's going to specifically to black farmers. Uh, black farmers, and, and that's a big uh, industry uh, in Arkansas. There's a lot, if you don't know, there's a lot of black farmers in Arkansas. Uh, but, but they have been hurt. Uh, uh, in, the, in the CARES Act, there was $28 billion that was bailouts for the, for the, for the farming industry. None of it went to black farmers. Uh, so under that bill, uh, President Biden specifically wanted to set aside $5 billion to pay off debt. And there's a federal lawsuit that black farmers have filed going back to President Clinton. And, uh, uh, but it didn't cover all. There's 42,000 black farmers in the United States, many of them women. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, up to a, uh, some of them have thousands of acres, some as many as 100. So. Uh, this will go to pay off their debt, get them back in, because a, a lot of them, just as, as we know with COVID, a lot of black businesses have gone out of business. Same right. thing with farmers. Now, one thing I want to just kind of add to that or ask with that, I should say, because I know the bill said minority. And a lot of times when that word is used, mm-hmm. does it... I don't think it's exclusive necessarily to right. black farmers. It's underserved or a minority, and 25% will go to black farmers. The rest, you got indigenous, uh, Native American, you have uh, underserved, meaning people who are in poverty. Uh, that, and that could mean some white farmers. So uh, this will go to farmers who, who have been impacted the most specifically related to COVID. And so how does that process work? So are they filling out an application? No, it don't. Or are they just, you know? It, it, most of the federal money generally will come through the federal agency that handles whatever area that is. So okay. take, for instance, the PPP was small business, so it went through the Small Business gotcha. Administration. Gotcha. This will go through the United States Department of Agriculture. Right. Uh, Vilsack, uh, Tom Vilsack, who was a former mm-hmm. uh, 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 secretary, agri-secretary under President Obama. Yes. But uh, there's a lot of criticism because he didn't address this during the time that President Obama was in office. So mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be an issue. Will that money actually get to them? And and then there's another $1 billion that's related to uh, capital access, giving them, once their debt is paid off, giving them capital to begin to go out and buy tractors, go and buy the products, uh, the seed, or whatever they need to get back into the business. Uh, so that's one. Uh, the Child Care Act. Uh, this is, most people don't know that uh, besides the $1,400 check that's going to most working families up to between 75000 below 75000 then for, for married couples up to 150000 uh, there is a Child Care Act Very that important. it goes from, two, uh, basically, you, if you have a child yes. uh, and, and that you need to get child care for that 
for that child, you will get a 300-month subsidy or tax credit or cash based on when they promulgate the rules. The rules haven't been written for that. Or you can do what, what a lot of people do with their earning income tax credit. At the end of the year, they take, take that tax credit. Sure. And that tax credit will be $3,000. Most people, and they put this in because most people don't want to wait until the end. Uh, so there will be a 300 for those who want to take it $300 a month. Or you can go to your provider and say, I've got a tax credit that I want to use to pay for my child care. Right. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of flexibility in that. But uh, you... The thing about a stimulus package, and we've had four of them going back to, uh, five of them going back to 2007 when the Great Recession happened, is that a stimulus package is to get money immediately into the economy to keep yeah. the economy from going into a recession. So in this particular instance, they want you to spend the money. That's what the $1,400 is. All of the money in the stimulus package. They won't have to worry about that with some of us. I'm not raising any hands or nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, stimulate the economy. So, uh, in, and there's a lot more uh, in, in this stimulus package. Uh, there's uh, uh, money, uh, uh, and, and, and Ms. Ms. Gwen, you may be interested in this. There's $30 billion that would go just specifically to the housing market. Uh, whether it's renters or those who are behind, and we know that the, with the, the the what's called the moratoriums, the uh, foreclosure moratoriums and the rent moratorium, people some people are three and four months behind. Right. Uh, so they need a rental assistance. Some will go to the landlord. Some will go through agencies where you can go and say apply. And the problem in the last in the CARES Act, a lot of people didn't know on, on the on the rental moratorium that you had to do something. You couldn't just say well, I'm not going to pay my rent. On all of it, really, people don't understand. And, I mean, their rights and what this bill is including for them, even with the child care and those sorts of things. So, so people need to be made aware that there are things out there that can help, you know, like you said, not only stimulate the economy, but help the citizens of this country as well. Yeah. And, and if you go back to the CARES Act, a lot of that money was targeted toward business. This is more toward families. Uh, the Biden stimulus package is, yes. is, is aimed at, at families. That's a great point. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a great point. It yeah. is a very good point. Uh, another another part of this as i said is education 130 bi uh, billion but then there's uh, a, a lot of money aimed at at uh, uh you know once once the economy is back you know after may and most people we've got 330 uh 330 million people in the united states that are uh, to reach her her uh immunity to where where you can go out and not wear a mask What's going to happen when the economy is back in, on its hand? How do you get these restaurants and back in order? How do you get them to do, be doing business and, and everything? So there's money. Once the economy reopens around June, how do you keep uh, they, the, the economy me going? Uh, uh, people are going to like uh, uh, once that there's a federal moratorium on housing that ends in June after June 30th. Right. And then what's going to happen in that? If I'm three months behind on what's rent. Really, what's really going to go down? Huh? Do, how can I uh, have the money to. Or what's going to gonna happen to. Right. Yeah. To make sure I don't fall in. And, and, 
and it, I'm, I'm glad that you're mentioning that, uh, Wes, because I wanted to talk about the House Bill um, 1563, uh, which is about renters. And, and as you know, today in Arkansas is the only state um, that, that in the U.S. where renters essentially do not have any rights and can go to jail for not paying their rent mm-hmm. uh, until current Arkansas law. And the landlord of the tenant who is one day late or on rent may be ordered um, is that me? <laughs> I hope not. Oh, yeah, that's me telling me I'm supposed to be here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. But yeah, so um, so if the tenant um, and the, if the tenant's late, they may be ordered um, to vacate the premise within ten days. So with uh, the uh, the um, the different bills, the bills that are out there um, versus rent rent. Uh, that's behind and past due um, utilities uh, people haven't been able to pay um, so what is this bill specifically going to help and do and and do you think the bill will be passed well well uh, already if the court systems in Arkansas has said that this the current law which is passed in 2017 is unconstitutional uh, which means uh, so what but when it's unconstitutional what the legislature has to do is go back and rewrite the law the law was the current law was written in uh, one part was written in 2001 and one part was 2007. I've been at the legislature for 20 years and this bill has come up every year. It's HB 63. It was debated on Wednesday. Debate went on for three hours. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, Miss uh, Gwen, uh, you, you you probably know this. The the, the uh, Arkansas Realtors Association is one of the key players in this bill. They in the last three sessions. Uh, they didn't like some of the language in the bill. So, and and as one of the more powerful trade uh, groups at the state capitol, if the if the Arkansas Realtors Association says this bill must be rewritten, generally it's going to be uh, because of, of the number of members that your association have. Uh, uh, the the well, the Arkansas Realtors Association, as 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 Gwen will tell tell us later, is part of the National uh, Realtors Association. Uh, 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 and it, it's actually the largest trade group in the, in the United States. And in Arkansas, they have several chapters. The Little Rock Realtors Association, there's one in Conway, there's one in Benton. So they're all over the state and they represent the real estate industry. So this bill, they're gonna have a special hearing on Monday. And that, that hearing may last four or five hours because uh, this bill is, you've got people on one side uh, on uh, like uh, the Arkansas League of uh, 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 Legal Services, they are supporting the renters, and then you have industry people uh, that are being impacted on this. So, uh, so there's going to be a lot of debate on on uh, uh, House Bill uh, uh, 1653. This bill is by Representative Jim, Jimmy Gassaway. 1563, right? 1563. Uh, a paragul, uh, Mr. Gassaway is a property owner. And he's in the real estate industry, so he's he's uh, the one is he's brought the bill in 2019 that didn't get passed. Uh, but I I do think the, uh, the the Arkansas Realtors Association haven't given their position on this particular uh, legislation, but uh, it'll be an interesting uh, uh, bill. Uh, uh, I'll be covering that. Uh, you'll have TV cameras there. You it, it's one of oh, it's yeah. going to be the hot bill. Oh, this it's going to be a real hot deal. And let me ask, um, ladies, um, uh, Gwen and Anika, where does the Arkansas Association for uh, Realtors stand on House Bill um, uh, 1563. We're definitely uh, going to be there. Hold on, let me take my mask off. <laughs> 
Yes, we have a committee that will be there to present. And uh, we actually had a, week, a meeting about two weeks ago. We went over every word in that bill. We changed a couple of things and stuff. And um, our person that's going to be representing us is Phyllis Rogers. And it's, it's going to be a very uh, good bill that's going to really help out a whole lot of families. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that you guys are on top of it, that you're a part of it. And that's what it takes um, for people to be aware and, and, and that we know that there are people out there that's representing us that care about what's going on with the people, especially exactly. as far as renters are concerned, because we definitely want our renters to be house owners uh, later in life. Right. Yeah. So and we're going to be talking about that, that that as well. So last week, uh, BCN and Daily Record, um, Wesley, reported on high gas prices, electric and grocery bills and everything we're buying um, seems to be going up, 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 and up. Uh, so uh, most of us this week open our electric bills and almost <laughs> had <Yes>. heart attacks. <laughs> uh, is there money in the stimulus uh, for struggling people that have, uh, have lost their jobs, can't pay their rent, and now their gas is about to be turned off? Yeah, there's $30 billion in the in the housing part of the, the stimulus package that will go specifically toward I think a five million cut out in that bill that will go for people who are three and four months behind on their who've lost their job because of COVID, who uh, may have uh, uh, are depending on the moratoriums right now, and they may be three or four months behind. They can't pay near a homelessness. So five billion in this bill uh, will be set aside for, and a lot of it will go through the landlords. They have to go uh, or, or go through an agency. So you have to basically. Uh, but the renter has to do something. You just can't sit at home and say, I, Can we emphasize that enough? <laughs> that, that you have to do something. Sometimes it may be filling out a form. Uh, yes. Uh, but you have to go and say, I I need some help. And and then then you can apply for these funds. Arkansas Legal Services will probably have some of that money come, come through them, but it will come through several federal agencies. Uh, cities and states are also getting about $100 billion in this. So they will have uh, monies that are specifically to help families who are behind. Because when June 30th hit in that federal moratorium ends, there's, I, I just saw a Night Blacks report that said the general uh, people are about generally 90 days behind on their rent. Yeah, it's going to be the domino effect. Yeah, so so the impact of that when it happens is is that so there's money out there, there's going to be money out there available that, that people need to uh, uh, kind of tap into uh, uh, it's like the CARES Act. There was $1.25 billion that came to the state of Arkansas. And I I'm, went up to a lot of the meetings on the task force up there and, and a lot of people didn't know about it. That's $1.25 billion that came into our communities uh, for uh, through several agencies and, and people didn't apply for like the PPP. I, I, I've done uh, over 50 PPP loans for applications for people. Great, a lot of people great. missed out the first round. You yes. know, they could have got, if you're a business and you're a legitimate business and you paid your taxes in 2019 and you were impacted, you, you, that money was available to you and it's forgivable. Uh, and there's still money uh, through the Small Business Administration, the EDIL, Emergency uh, Disaster Loan, that, that's available at less than 3% interest. You can't get that at the bank. You can't. No, you <laughs> yeah. cannot. No, you can't get those all. terms at the, at the bank. And it's available to every business, legitimate business, from, from people that got their side hustle, that's doing black business, doing the house, and, and, and money was set aside in this particular, the PPP, for black businesses through uh, minority banks and what's called uh, 
what do you what do you call Southern Bank Corps, uh, where they CDFIs, CDFIs, mm-hmm. they specifically have money set aside for Black businesses and entrepreneurs that are out there that are that because forty percent of businesses are estimated to be going out of business because of COVID. Black businesses. Oh, absolutely, and I know that um, Anika. I know you guys are in the property management business, and I know some of this is something that is just really, really uh, just significant to you guys right now and that you're seeing a lot of uh, people not being able to actually pay pay their rent and Mm -hmm. holding out and not really seeing like the big picture here that it's all just gonna you know come tumbling down especially if they don't know all the information that Wesley's talking about right now that they that there there are monies out there but if you're just sitting there and not doing anything Mm -hmm. that those things are not going to be able to help are you seeing um, a, a lot of that now in the property management business of where people are just you know saying I'm not going to pay I'm just waiting it out she and, got a right smile I know right <laughs> yeah and what the can, smile and what can, is interesting at yes. this point so to answer your question literally seeing the good bad and ugly I like to say people have the turtle effect with um, with their money habits at times and so what we're seeing um we manage for a couple hundred plus owners and so what people are not understanding is if the rent is not paid, then the mortgage can't be paid. Yeah, and the so landlord has to pay to, the mortgage. Yes, and so we all have to work together during these times. But one of the things that I'm finding really interesting, and you guys may ask me to remove my mic, is there are people still hiring. There are companies still hiring. And so because of that, I'm asking some of our, our residents, what are we really going through? So I think that, so I'm gonna try to stay focused here, but to answer your question, Mm -hmm. we're seeing this, but we're also seeing the psychological side of this. Mm Because people are really sad, people are depressed, and because of this, the isolation. They, yes, mm-hmm. and because of this, not only are the adults in the household, the children are, and so no one's talking, or they're not properly communicating at this time, and mm-hmm. so our evictions, um, and these judges, I mean, this moratorium, because I think that, you know, I'm wondering where are people... Where did they receive this one-day law degree that they're using? Mm-hmm. Because they're interpreting this moratorium incorrectly. That's yes. what I um, there are saying. quite a few. You have things. to do something. You have to do something at the mm-hmm. end of the day, and you have to communicate because, again, if the rent is not paid, the mortgage is not paid, you're going to be out regardless. And so, even with the the AR Fresh Star part of the cares that the monies that you're speaking about. We're sending this information. We have literally been texting and emailing our over 300 residents on a monthly basis since March. Mm -hmm. And they still are not, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Where are you? We are in a time where we all must work together with this. And so hopefully I've answered your question. But yes, it is ugly. And, And the judges, we had literally one. She stopped paying rent nine months ago, and we just received the writ of possession. The attorney emailed that this morning. Mm-hmm. So just think if the all of us around this table had to pay our own mortgage for nine months now, mm-hmm. how, what what state would we be in? Now I am for I think that um, habitability. I'm so for habitability. There mm-hmm. is no doubt because my philosophy has always been. The property, because we, my husband and I, we have rental properties. Mm-hmm. Is this a property? Each and every one of our properties are properties that we would live in. And that's my philosophy, even when we're managing properties. 
But at this point, it's going to this this effect will continue snowballing oh, if oh, we don't yeah. start doing I, something. I, I think after after the moratorium is out, and I think some parts of the of the of the, of the Biden rescue plan extends the moratorium even to uh, uh, September. In my business, which was uh, you know uh, at the Daily Record, we 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 do all the foreclosure listings, mm -hmm. we do all the real estate listings. But we're not doing any foreclosures. There's no foreclosures mm -hmm. right now. There's no, but at, at September 30th, that's going to be a rush. It's going to be a change. It's good because landlords are going to come calling. Dude. They're going to come calling. And, 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 and the only thing that keeps permeating my head is homelessness. Homelessness, yes. you know, and we don't want that to happen. We don't want people to be out in the streets. And so mm -hmm. please, you know, communicate, communicate. as you're saying, and, and, and with your landlords uh, and, and make sure that you know what you're, what's available to you. Mm -hmm. And because that's a lot of money we're talking I, and about. And I think you, people should be having conversations in their churches and their communities about Absolutely. what's in this bill because unlike past bills and stimulus, the, the CARES Act and the, the, the Appropriations Act that was passed after Christmas for 900 billion and this stimulus, has money directly targeted for black communities. Uh, I was surprised that many black businesses didn't apply for PPP in the first round. I was just blown away. I said, man, this is, I had to go and pull people's leg and say, this is forgivable loan. This well, is money available And I think that's what Anika's saying, that, they, that they've reached out to people. They're trying to reach the 300 people that, you're, you, know, that you know that are out there. And you're trying to reach people. And sometimes they don't, they don't, you know, yeah, you know, like they're but depressed. But even with the PPP, there were business owners that called me that had not filed their taxes right. in years. Yeah, so, so you, you still have to be legitimate with your yeah. business. And at the end of the day, why would you not be? Because it, there are so many other opportunities once you do the paperwork that's necessary. You're, you're right, because I went to business and say, the first question I asked, did you file your 2019 tax? Yes. Yeah, keeping business in uh, order, if, right? If yes. they said no, then I, I can't help you. <laughs> Are, and also, are you in good standing with the state? Mm -hmm. Yes. People have to take care of their business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what I have found, people just didn't know that mm -hmm. they just been running a mom and pop business. Yeah. And yeah. they were not able to get the PPP. Mm -hmm. But get your CPA. Mm -hmm. File your taxes. Pay your taxes quarterly. Do your 941s. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 it's. Financial literacy is what I think oh, that yeah, needs to yeah. take place. Teaching Absolutely. What I have learned in this COVID. Our people, minorities, anyone across the board, we need to put out some financial literacy to people. Yeah, and I, I, one of my good friends, yeah. we do remix ideas, is, is, is involved in that conversation. And we actually go out and speak to, to groups about, and that's a conversation that, that's out there. But you got to get people invested in those communities. In those conversations, I think I churches think it, should I be think, doing those conversations. Exactly, I think it just needs to be an extension. I think everybody needs to, like you said, Wesley. Um, you know, Remix is doing some things. You know, Goss can do some things. We all can make sure that we're because it, it just can't be on one organization, right? If, if 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 enough of us are out there giving out the information, then more people. And that's what Black Consumer News yes. is about. That's why Absolutely. I started Black Consumer News to to put out that information about what's going on in the real estate market in the economy, uh, what's going on with interest rates, what's going on, uh, on with inflation. And you asked that question about inflation. Right now, every this month, the Consumer Price Index came out, and it's up 4%. That means that everything that you're buying now is up from a year ago, uh, whether it's gasoline, it's at, at a three-year high, whether it's your utility bill, 
if you and I, and, and I looked at this consumer prices and go down to all the commodities, the one that just stuck out to me, used cars and trucks. Mm-hmm. They are up 10% from a year ago. So I, I've even uh, gave a, gave, have, did a seminar. I said, don't buy a used car right now. If you're going to buy one, buy, buy, buy it new. Because you're paying 10% more than it will you want to pay. Because nobody's buying used cars. You can't get out to the, to the dealer right now. So, and all of our commodities right now are up. So, you know, are you saving? Are that financial literacy piece. Uh, uh, do a budget to see where your money is at the end of the month to make sure. And what are you paying first? That rent needs to be paid first, you know. And, and uh, uh, well, the church goes to say the tithe needs to pay first. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but rent is right there <laughs> yeah, right. because we need that stability, that mental stability. And when you were talking about the cars, Wesley, that's even interesting. My um, oldest daughter, our oldest daughter just purchased a car, and it was cheaper for her to go to another state. I shouldn't even admit this, <laughs> but that was it was cheaper for her to go to another state and we couldn't even keep her money here in our state yeah there's a bill actually at the state capitol now to cut all the taxes from it because of that reason yes. on a on a used car uh because mm-hmm. it, it people go to other states yes. because right. they, they they're paying about 20 percent on yes uh on the sales tax for the first year mm-hmm. i like to say you listen to kbf 88.3 fm you listen to black consumer news i'm here with uh, my co-host wesley brown and our guest uh gwendolyn parker and anika dixon so glad to have you both here uh, uh gwen is the vice president of the second vice si- second vice second vice president of the um realist association realtors i know i, I want to say realist it's just a, for some realtors are real i know right keeping it real right and anika uh, dixon is is the president of realtist um association uh, we do have a caller on the line caller are you there yes i am um I was wondering if uh, you all know when the committee will meet on Monday for House Bill 1563. Uh, yes, I, it, it will happen after the House convenes, and generally that's about 2 o'clock. Uh, uh, but there's also the uh, one that starts, uh, uh, the chair has has talked about it happening at 10 o'clock. So, uh, so what I would actually go to ArkansasLeg.gov, and check to make sure. I, I know on Friday they they hadn't set the time, but it's either going to be before the House convenes. Uh, and I know the on the calendar it's at ten o'clock. Uh, but generally, a lot of times because this this hearing may happen may last several hours, they may hold it after uh, uh, after in the afternoon. Uh, Angel, Angel. So. Uh, uh, Okay, well, thank you. I was I was there at the last session when it went over, and um, it's really interesting and also scary to watch that legislative process. And I'd like to to go back um, and and continue to see what that yeah. session is well, like. Well, well a, lot, a lot of people don't don't understand the committee process. I've been up there twenty years, and it's what I call the spaghetti making the of the legislative process. Most people don't see that. That's ugly, where the debate goes on. If you don't get a bill out of committee, it ain't going to become law. You know, people get all yeah. upset about uh, somebody introducing a bill, but that bill, if Caller, it don't get, thank a, you for get out of committee, it has no chance of becoming law. And people don't understand, right now, the, the Republicans have a supermajority in the House and the Senate, so that means, in the, so the Democrats cannot pass a bill right now unless they get 
support from from uh, from the Republicans, and it has to be a majority, half of the Republicans. Uh, there's only 23 Democrats in the so Republicans don't need a Democrat to pass a bill. Right. That's why it's called supermajority, right? Right. So let's get back to Anika and Gwendolyn. Um, let's talk about the housing market. Nationally, uh, demands is expected to continue to grow as the economy begins to reopen. Uh, Zillow forecasts uh, annual home sales growth uh, will be uh, the highest in nearly 40 years as um, life as a more stable economy and low interest rates uh, bring more sellers into the market to meet the heavy demands. What are you seeing in this market in terms of demand, especially with home prices nearly an all-time high and very little housing stock? Our inventory is extremely low um, across the nation. Sellers are typically, they're able to place their property on the market about 6% plus um, of fair market value. There are bidding wars, and we're not in affordable housing. On the, on the market, you might get yes. 20, 20 yes. offers. Affordable you housing do. is, it's an oxymoron at this point. What is affordable housing right now? Because when we're looking at... Um, 200, 200, up to $300,000 properties, and you're still receiving 15 to 20 bids on those. Mm -hmm. And so when you're saying affordable, you know, when Gwen and I look at our numbers, we're saying a first time home buyer, you're looking at around 150, Mm -hmm. you know, starting out. And so that means if it is, um, if you're talking 200 plus thousand, what is the hundred? What is the hundred thousand? I have a, a buyer. She was approved this week, a hundred and twenty thousand. Wow! And so, what is she going to do? What are we going to do? And the best advice, and I'll give for the the Mike to Gwen moment. But um, you can, you have to have a game plan. Mm-hmm. That game plan must include getting pre-approved. We would love for you to give us a call, but we need you to show us that money first. Right. Yeah, and, 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 and very and, serious. And the about point, that. you know, one of the things you talked about the foul literacy piece is mm-hmm. credit. Mm-hmm. You've got to uh, be able to, uh, uh, and I, I tell people you. Sometimes it means not buying this or buying that. If you want to get a house, then then you'll. I, I mean, I I know, uh, just in, in in terms of dealing with the people, you, the month a month you're going to be paying, it's going to be based on your credit. So if you've got a a, a six forty and you got a person got a seven fifty, then uh, you know you you have some flexibility if you have the higher your credit is. Credit and, your debt to income ratio. Exactly. So you can have the great credit, but, but if your debt to income ratio is high. at 60 percent, you won't be able to do anything. Yeah, that like. means. Yeah, I know people have making good money, but but mm-hmm. it's spent before. It's spent. <laughs> you cannot. And you mentioned budget. Mm-hmm. I almost laughed at that because I've taught you know budget classes, and people would almost rather for you to say bad words to them than to say budget. Mm-hmm. Do you agree or disagree oh, with yeah. that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mean, well, you got quiet on. No, I I, I believe people have to have oh, to. My uh, and, and 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 but also in terms of budget, if you have you know like. I, I like to take play golf, take okay. vacation, budget it in there in, in, there. in your uh, budget yes. plan uh, for big purchases, yes. plan for, but also, uh, and I also I teach this, and you know I I, I love investing, uh, mm-hmm. uh, in in plan for saving and investing, mm-hmm. and that how you your money's not sitting there. Real estate is of course a great investment, mm-hmm. I, uh, but also uh, making your money grow. Uh, I got Angel involved mm-hmm. in, in investing. She's got a stock now that 
has jumped from three dollars to uh sixty five dollars. Oh, awesome. I think it was, was that dollar was a dollar fifty, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it was down. I know it's pretty that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's that wonderful. is great. We need to talk to you after this. I know, right? <laughs> that's great. Can't get done quick enough, huh, Gwen? Hey, listen, I don't know if it is it is it budget or stimulus. Now how do those those go together? <laughs> no. But let's talk about the uh black homeowners and wealth building. Continue that conversation, I should say. A recent report by the Census Bureau at the beginning of twenty twenty one shows homes owned by blacks are uh, worth 16.2 percent less than the typical u.s home the widest margin since the great recession back in 2009 since home ownership is the single largest uh, driver of wealth for many households the value and appreciation of homes are extremely impactful for family so right now in this market what is the advice the continued advice um, uh, do you want to give or can you give to black families looking to buy or sell in this market Hmm. Great question. <laughs> you know, we're looking at, we had a continuing education class and we were talking about mm -hmm. appraisals. And if you've been watching um, social media and news and all, our appraisal values are coming in lower mm -hmm. and the question is is it because of our brown skin because if we use one of our neighbors that's He's not brown person. yes and so that we have to start questioning we have to open our mouth and not be afraid to say what on earth is going on here but it can't be just Gwen and myself it has to be our entire community that's standing up and yeah, asking these push, questions push at this point mm -hmm. right. because and it's also um we have to teach our generations because Gwen and I both I'm sure can attest to we literally have had the opportunity to represent individuals that have been the first in their generation to purchase a home right. and they because the average age of a black buyer is 50 years old wow 50 years old I'm sorry but I'm about to turn 50 I'm thinking I've been a homeowner since I was 25 mm -hmm. but that was because my grandparents owned they, the home yeah, my it parents was, it was owned drilled a, into it was you. just it was what I saw. It didn't even have to be drilled. It was all that I knew. Right. Well, and, and so let me ask this question to go along with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's talk about the NAR apology. For the first time, NAR offered a full apology for racist practices of the past, including steering, redlining, and creating um, that uh, covenant that pro prohibit non-white <laughs> people from living in certain communities. The nation's largest trade group also vowed to keep working to correct lasting inequities in housing and that was on november the 20 um, 2020 mm -hmm. so you know as we as we talk about the disparities and as we talk about um someone not buying a home to their 50 mm -hmm. i mean do we wonder why i'm just saying i mean if if, if those sorts of things were have been happening in the past surely like you said your grandparents you were fortunate to 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 have that aspect in your life mm -hmm. but you know not necessarily everyone brown people haven't been afforded that mm -hmm. so that thought process sometimes isn't really there so is the apology worth any value and what does it really mean I'm, uh, apology is okay but not until we see action and I think um, you know we uh, you know as uh, agents and business owners and stuff we have to connect with the lenders the title companies the the appraisers everybody that has a working part in this business to work together and say look it has to stop 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it, it just has to stop. And and we, I, I, like Anika said, we can't do it alone. We have to bring these other entities in with us to make it happen, to bring about a change. Even with the organization and stuff that we are a part of as well, it's continued to fight through the, through the legislators, through um, education, um, and just getting everybody together to say, y'all, we have got to get Collab- together. Collab- we together. got to collaborate. And I don't know if you guys have heard about this story or not, <clears throat> and Wes, you can also chime in on this, but the city council in Evanston um, City, Illinois, um, is scheduled to vote on payments using a 3% um, sales tax on sales tax on legal marijuana um, sales tax next week for reparations in the Evanston c- city. Have you guys heard about that? And then $25,000, um, excuse me, uh, to give reparations of $25,000 for people, black people to buy homes. Down payments. Down payments for homes. Have you guys heard anything about that? I have heard about that. Okay, great. But my question is always okay. So twenty five thousand. Are their taxes going to be paid financially? How does that? How is that breaking down? Because the money is great. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, and I go back to two thousand eight when when black uh, a lot of black people got into the housing more, but but they weren't giving good financial advice. Yes. Got these arms, yes, and and buying more house than they could afford. Yes. and and the reason why. Uh, there, there's over five million black people that who bought houses don't don't have those houses right now. Yes. Right. So, so uh, the 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 thing is twenty if you twenty five thousand twenty five hundred dollars won't for most houses that ain't. $25,000? Uh, well, 25000 is, is a good story, yeah, but I, I thought it was 2500 No, 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 no. It's twenty-five. dollars I was thinking $2,500. It's the cost of doing business, making sure that you understand, because is that a bond? Is that a grant? Mm-hmm. Is that money that's just given away? Um, what amount of time do you need to stay in the home, and are you penalized for that? Because if you must stay in the home for five to seven years, and then you get out in three because you have to for whatever reason, what is the penalty going to be for that? So the money sounds sounds good but what's the educational piece right. behind that yeah I, I agree with that totally but is is it is mm-hmm. it something versus nothing being done that's kind of that's kind of where I kind of in, in my view kind of where I see this yeah we're talking about reparations it's a start call are you there yes I am again peace and love y'all brother Solovim here okay now I wanted to get you all's opinion about this four-letter word beginning with the sixth alphabet and how it affects our community the word free now it i was reading this editorial page in the comics it said seems that most americans are preoccupied right now with getting free stuff and i know uh with i guess it was right back in december when we started spending that fourteen hundred dollars be, before he even got out as far as us trying to be credited with each other and not paying our rent and okay. all this other kind of stuff. All right, Bean, thank you so much for your question. Let me give our um, our guests a, an opportunity to, to respond to that. Um, and now if you want to hang up and take a listen to the answer. Yes, I will. Thank you. Well, I, I'm just thinking, you know, uh, the yeah, we, we there's not, nothing is free. Uh, there's there's always uh, uh, this $1,400 that uh, uh, the the pay, paycheck protection program. If, if you don't have your financial stuff together, you got to pay that loan back. Right. Uh, it's, it's a forgivable loan, but but uh, you have to have your your financial stuff in in, in order. 
the one thing about a stimulus package is is that that the money comes in is to stimulate the economy. A bailout, just as the bailout in 2018 to the financial industry, is free money. Right, and I guess I guess what the caller is saying is that when we say free, mm-hmm. we're we're just thinking free, literally. Mm-hmm. Like we we have to you know put it into back into the economy that is stimulus and that sort of thing. But I maybe hear him saying maybe we should look at it a little bit different and maybe oh. you know put it put, put, put it, it, in fit, it put, put it aside, do save you know, it, c- control mm-hmm. it ourselves because we wouldn't have yes. had it in in the first place. Yes. When and I so have, I totally hear that. When I have a consultation with mm-hmm. a uh, potential buyer or seller, yes. I do not like to advertise zero now. <laughs> I, I love zeros at the end of something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. It adds mm-hmm. something. I like that. But mm-hmm. zero at the beginning right. adds to nothing. So you're trying to teach people. I and you're educate trying to educate people. people. Absolutely. You have to bring something yes. to the table. Always. You have to be invested. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to ch- help. Um, change that mindset. Change that mindset. Shift it. Of investing. Mm-hmm. You are investing in yourself. You're investing in your, your children, children's children, and your ancestors and all of that. You right. know, nothing, you, you, you can't get a house with zero. Right. And, and the thing, to that point, you know, I, I take, for instance, the interest rate. If I get interest rate at 3% three per, three or mm-hmm. a lower versus 6%, yes. Over the year, 30-year period, or 15-year of that loan, I'm going. I, I, I love the fact that any loan that I, I, I pay, if I don't have to pay any interest, yes. that means a, a, a low-interest loan a, 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 with, with credit scores. Mm-hmm. That impacts how much for a house. Let's say a $500,000, $300,000. Mm-hmm. You may pay $75,000 more based on your credit exactly. score. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so bringing that money in, in a, a down payment could offset that. You know. So bringing something to the table is is very important in investing in in, in home and 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 like I, I love the fact that the Nika family and my family has also believe that own your house. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think again, like you ladies have been saying, that it's about educating. It's about when people like us, uh, that look like us, come to us, that we do educate them yes. on the importance uh, of really budgeting, saving, investing. And so I think that's really important. And I commend you both for that type of mindset because that's exactly what we need. It's not just about you making the dollar no, right now. It's no. making sure that everybody's solid. And I, and I love the idea of the collaborations that you guys are speaking about, how it, 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 involve, it has to involve us all. We just can't put the, you know, the, the, um, the issues in one person's or one organization's lap. We have to all kind of work together to make sure that it, it, it kind of trickles down and filters out in the best interest of our people. Well, we can't help but to avoid that with um, the place that or the position that Gwen and I play in it because a typical loan in order for the buyer to be handed their keys, we're talking 17 to 20 in front and behind the scenes individuals. Mm. So there's no way that we can do this alone. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, I commend you ladies for all that you're doing and Thank continue you. to do. Uh, we're, 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 we're fast we're gonna approaching br- the We got to bring them back on because, yes. uh, 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 <laughs> you know, with with over the next year, the, the housing market is the hottest thing going right now. Yes. And, and people need to know about what's going on. When that moratorium ends, 
I'm I got I'm I got cash to the side because I think something and that's smart and I want to chime in on that because we have investors that are coming in from all over the world Mm -hmm. not just the U.S. but the world because our real estate is so affordable in Arkansas so be ready people you can't be upset but with yourself if you are not being proactive versus reactive with how you're planning this um and can, can you tell people that are listening that are interested in, you know, maybe purchasing a home for the first time, looking for a realtor, how they can get in contact with you? Sure. Well, my name is Gwendolyn Parker again, and I am the owner and the broker of New G3 Realty. Um, my phone number that you can reach me is at 501 501- Two four zero four seven seven six. That's my office number. That's five zero one two four zero four seven seven six. I list home. I sell home. I don't only just work with first time buyers. I work for with second, third, and fifth buyers, and I do do some investment. And I make all my referrals to Anika when it comes to rental property. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. I'm Anika Dixon, principal broker and owner of Goss Management and Realty. Been in real estate. Um, November will. Be 25 years, and so I can be reached at 501-225-7968. Social media, Anika the Real Estate Lady on Facebook, and just if you can spell the A-N-I-K-A, you can normally find me. Okay, right. that, that's and I'm on Facebook as well, Gwendolyn Parker or Gwendolyn B. Parker on Instagram. All right. All right, I know we'll have some folks looking for you guys. If not, I'm going to send some folks to you. Thank How about you that? for having us. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we yes. need to get you back on. This is a. Uh, I, I also need to talk about Daily Record. We need to get you guys talking okay. about. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so. Thank right. you. We appreciate and, it. Yeah, and definitely keeping you involved in um, BCN um, on online and, and reporting and stories and keeping people abreast on what's going on and maybe even putting stories out there that really that you think that's going to impact people, give people that knowledge and that, that information as well. So this has been um, another show as we celebrate Women's History Month with these wonderful black business women. We hope both of you will come back and make an appearance again in the future we really have enjoyed the conversation today and really appreciate you both immensely so please go and check out our video and highlights of today's interview later today on blackconsumernews.com and remember to check out our site daily on blackconsumernews.com give us your feedback and make sure you tell others in the community about our growing bcn news platform we'll be back here next friday wesley next friday from We'll see what's happening with that bill this week. We'll see what's happening. It's going to be hot. Man, it's already hot. It's It's just just so much going on in the world. And we want you to make sure that you stay tuned and be back here next Friday from 11 a.m. until noon. And make sure you're here with Black Consumer News. News that empowers.